Technology Explained. Welcome to the Dell Technologies Converged and Hyperconverged Solutions Podcast. Good morning, VxRail community. Micah Thanasiu here with the VxRail Technical Marketing Team. And today I'm joined by my colleague, Carol Bogdanovich. Welcome, Carol. Hi, Mike. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you here. Uh, now, Carol, before we jump into today's discussion, I wanted to mention how much I love our intro music for this podcast series. I'm ready to just bust out some glow sticks here in my home office. And uh, and you actually had a hand in its creation. Isn't that right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Actually, music production and DJing is my hobby. And it's a real journey that started more than three years ago right now, I think. It's interesting to see how the music industry changed over the last years with the digital transformation. I mean, today, everyone can produce professional quality music in the, even in their bedroom. Like, there is no need for, you know, very expensive or uh, fancy uh, hardware equipment. Most of the functionality was moved into the software. And this track uh, was created specifically for the VxRail Behind the Bezel video. I don't know if you have seen that, but it's really nice and, and funny video that tells the story behind VxRail. It features some of the VxRail team members, and I got uh, the opportunity to represent our team there. And uh, regarding myself, I'm in the role of the DJ there. There are some shots which were taken from a real gig in a club in Poland, and nothing was fake. That was a real party at the club. And the funny thing about that is that, you know, everyone gets some uh, some script, uh, some some role to play. And for me, uh, it was just a single word. Thanks. So thanks, Mike, for inviting me. Hopefully we can talk a bit more today about the VxRail API. Uh, well, for our listeners at home, I'll post a link to the uh, We Are VxRail video in the description below. So you can check out behind the scenes what goes into making VxRail. Um, which is actually a really great segue to our topic today, a VxRail API. And Carol, I think it's one of the coolest features we've built uh, that gives administrators just some incredible power and flexibility over their environment. Um, but it's been a while since I've had to wear my developer hat. Can we just quickly recap what APIs are, why they're useful, and, and why our customers should care? Wow. <laughs> I would rather expect, you know, this question on exam uh, on the computer science, and it's been a while since my student times. But let me try to explain that maybe in some simple terms that even someone who doesn't have experience in programming would understand. So the way I would explain what uh, APIs are, well, first of all, uh, APIs stand for Application Programming Interfaces. And it's a way of exposing of selected software functions, features, or maybe services, so that they be consumed by some older software or services. And VxRail API is a special form of, of APIs, uh, which, which is using HTTP protocol and methods uh, that is heavily used in the internet. It's, it's very popular. There are certain advantages of that. So for instance, the, the traffic on HTTP, HTTPS is typically not filtered by, uh, via firewalls. And, you know, why, why our customers should care? I think it's very important uh, right now. In general, automation and HCI. And I can support that 
with a study that was conducted by ESG recently. It's called 2020 Technology Spending Intentions Survey. And according to the study, two out of three top priorities for the CIOs for the investments in data center modernization are investments in increasing IT infrastructure orchestration and second, deploying HCI. So that it clearly shows that it's a relevant topic today. And there are multiple benefits related to that. And just, just to maybe summarize them, you know, APIs provide ease of integration. Uh, they allow automating tasks and reducing the manual labor. They are driving innovation and more value from existing investments our customers made. Uh, they provide greater agility configuration consistency, they're minimizing the risks related to human labor. And that might be sounding familiar to the benefits of using cloud. And cloud, you know, is the foundation for the digital transformation. The reason for that is these things are really closely related to each other. I mean, every cloud platform underneath is using some sort of APIs to communicate between these services or maybe exposing some APIs for the customers so they could consume them to consume the cloud services. All those benefits are resulting in OPEX savings, and I think it's relevant for every customer. I would, I would agree with you. Uh, and in general, it sounds really amazing, but I'm just getting the sense that the level of orchestration you're describing is maybe catering more towards administrators responsible for larger environments. I mean, there's already a lot of automation baked into VxRail Manager, right? So are there specific use cases um, where these RESTful APIs just can shine the brightest? In my opinion, VxRail API is much more beneficial for larger VxRail environments. Uh, you've mentioned VxRail Manager, uh, the, the vCenter plugin that we have. There is right. already lots of automation that is built in our UI tools like this and, you know, my VxRail portal. Mm-hmm. But we have enterprise customers who might have, you know, dozens, if not hundreds of VxRail clusters, and they need to automate their data center at scale. They need to integrate VxRail into their existing IT environment, processes, automation, orchestration tools, and they can do that with APIs. Service providers might be a great example. They they deliver IT services externally or internally, and they need to automate their operations as much as possible. That's part of their business. Some of the customers might be adopting infrastructure as code approach, uh, rather uh, than you know provisioning and managing their IT infrastructure uh, using procedures or manual processes. They are managing that through the use of code. Another great example would be remote offices and edge use cases. And when you think about that, uh, in, in such locations, customers typically have limited network bandwidth and IT personnel, and they would be interested in things like scripted deployment or, or maybe network optimized operations such as LCM or health monitoring. And that's possible with VxRail API. Okay, so understanding these, these just basics then, can you just dive a little bit deeper into, into how it works? Well, VxRail API is really a feature of VxRail HCI system software that exposes the management functions with public RESTful application program interface. 
It's available from the VxRail Manager Virtual Appliance, and it's designed for ease of use by VxRail customers and partners who would like to better integrate third-party products with VxRail. And the three main characteristics of that is that it is simple to use thanks to the Swagger and PowerShell integration. It's powerful. It offers uh, dozens of API functions, even we are exposing some differentiated capabilities such as automated LCM, and it's extensible. Uh, this API is designed to complement the REST APIs from VMware, such as vSphere Automation API, VCF on VxRail API, and the Power CLI framework. Okay, so on, on the one hand, if I'm understanding, you're describing automation capabilities that offer a wide range of built-in operations and the opportunity to extend that functionality even further by layering in VMware REST APIs, while on the other hand, telling me it's just really simple to use. So I'm over here imagining there's got to be some type of learning curve here, especially if maybe you haven't done a lot of programming or haven't even used APIs with other tools before. We're making the experience with VxRail API much simpler for our customers, and we are doing that in three main ways. First is Swagger integration. I don't know if you have experience with Swagger. It's the open source toolkit for open API development. And with that, you can browse the API documentation and even test the API using just a web browser. There is no need for special clients or tools. The second one is PowerShell integration. And you know, if, if you are a Windows or vSphere admin, I would bet that you're most likely already using PowerShell. It's built into every modern Windows operating system. If you're a vSphere admin, I guess you already used PowerCLI, which is the module for PowerShell that allows to manage the vSphere environment. And we're offering similar PowerShell integration for VxRail API. And the third one, is API Cookbook, which is a very practical API manual that contains ready-to-use examples for the most typical customer use cases. You can just you know, copy and paste into your own code, change some of the parameters, and these will work. All right, well, this, this sounds great, and I think our customers can definitely benefit from, from this type of flexibility, but you know, you've also said that it's powerful. And I think it's it's a relatively new area for VxRail. So can you walk me through how, how it can be so powerful if it's still so new at the same time? That's because we are exposing dozens of API functions. We are currently talking about VxRail HCI system software version 7.0.100. And I did the exercise. There is 75 plus functions grouped in 13 categories, such as day one, LCM, cluster, support system, etc. Uh, they are covering multiple use cases. I would group them into three main buckets, let's say. Uh, system information queries, that would be one category. The second one, day one cluster deployment. And the third one, day two cluster operations. And, you know, we are also exposing some of the most differentiated capabilities, such as automated LCM. It can be also done through the API. And, you know, uh, we have VCF on VxRail, which provides, you know, full stack uh, integration. VCF is leveraging the API to perform uh, LCM on VxRail. Those capabilities are growing every new release. Uh, so to give you some example, uh, in VxRail 7.0.10, 
uh, we've introduced day one cluster bring up. And in my opinion, it provides huge value for customers who are adopting infrastructure as code approach. And I think it's worth mentioning that we are not trying to duplicate the efforts and we're focusing on the infrastructure and the differentiation that VxRail provides. If, you know, there is already an API from VMware that provides, you know, the basic management of the virtual machines, why not using that? You can extend your capabilities with what VMware provides already with their APIs. Yes. Okay. And I, I'd like to actually drill down on that just a little bit more, that extensibility. Can you elaborate on how specifically that works? Yeah, sure. You can combine the usage of VxRail API with other APIs uh, or maybe some, you know, automation tools, frameworks from VMware, such as PowerCLI. It, it's really better together when you combine them. And to give you a couple of examples, I'm talking about vSphere Automation API. That's the RESTful API, which is in the vCenter. And, you know, vCenter, vSphere are integral components of every VxRail system. PowerCLI. PowerCLI, I did the exercise. I mean, one of the recent versions uh, provides almost 900 commands for automating various VMware software components. We are not talking about vSphere. We're talking about, you know, Site Recovery Manager, VMware Cloud and AWS. Even, you know, some, some latest um, software offerings uh, such as uh, NSXT, for example, HCX, etc. They have uh, power CLI commands to, to automate them. And the third example, VCF on VxRail API. I mean, VCF on VxRail provides a lot of automation from SDDC manager. Uh, this is UI driven. But some customers want to leverage the API-based automation and they can do that and they can combine that with a VxRail API. And these were, you know, APIs examples from VMware, uh, but you can look broader uh, into this extensibility. You can integrate with open source and third-party uh, configuration management automation tools. Uh, to give you a couple of examples, uh, in configuration and management space, Ansible, Chef, and Puppet. For instance, we provide uh, example Ansible playbooks in the API codebook. Nothing stops you from integrating with such tools such as uh, Visualize Automation, Orchestrator, or ServiceNow. And thanks to the nature of the VxRail API, that is, you know, public RESTful interface, the integration is really straightforward and it could be done in three main ways. The first one would be invoking a general REST API call. And, you know, those tools, typically they have a standard built-in module or adapter uh, that allows uh, this integration that's URI for a module for Ansible, for, for instance. The second one is using a curl command from the CLI and it's available for, for different operating systems. And the third one, uh, because we are providing the PowerShell modules package for VxRail API, you could leverage the PowerShell equivalent of the specific API function and integrate using that functionality. And, you know, if you'd like to integrate, uh, you know, from, from any software, any programming language, there are also some possibilities there. Uh, if you use tools like Postman, uh, that allows you to generate code snippets of API calls in multiple programming languages. I'm talking about Java, Python, Ruby on Rails, 
you know, most of the mo uh, popular languages today. And how cool is that? If you're interested that, uh, in that, I, I've actually demoed that uh, during my vBrownback API session uh, when I'm showing that for Python. I mean, that's pretty incredible. You're, you're telling me there's tons of ways that you can integrate and leverage existing technologies just to, to build upon these other commands and you know, put some serious automation behind day-to-day -day tasks you're going to run. Um, so, so help me understand, what does that actually look like in practice? Could you give me a couple more tangible examples um, of what VxRail customers can actually do with VxRail API? Sure. Sure. Well, our customers and partners can consume VxRail API in multiple ways. And, you know, I've mentioned this extensibility when you combine with VMI APIs, really your capabilities grow exponentially. And there is no need for additional software licenses or internet connectivity. It will just work fine within your secure internal network. And to give you a few typical examples, maybe let's use the framework uh, of, of the three buckets that I've shared already. So, so the first one was system information querying. And if you'd like to manage remotely the infrastructure, probably the first task that you need to do is to understand what really you have. You need to do some discovery of what infrastructure uh, you have, and you can collect such inventory information using the API. So you can collect information about the hardware, the installation time, software versions, etc., and drill down as needed. Uh, the second uh, thing that you would like to do when you do uh, remote management, you would like to understand what's the current system status and health. Maybe you'd like to collect, uh, you know, the, the log information, log bundles uh, from those infrastructure elements. And it's also possible using the API. Uh, you can also uh, do some integration with Dell EMC support features. So think uh, about like, you know, getting uh, a hyperlink for opening a new service request or maybe accessing the VxRail support knowledge base. That's possible too. So that was the first bucket. The second one is related to the day cluster deployment. And this is, you know, really essential for, for customers interested in infrastructure as code approach and stuff like that. So you can deploy VxRail cluster uh, using the API. That's the new functionality in VxRail 7.0.010. But note that the professional services are still required for the best customer experience. And as a part of this day one, experience some other operations can do you can you know change the VxRail manager ip address before the deployment that's that's really important for for uh, for this operation also vcenter externalization that's for more advanced use cases such as vcf on vxrail or vvd on vxrail so that was the second category the third one is day two cluster operations and probably the most typical thing that you would do would be remote simultaneously execution of LCM upgrades at scale. And, you know, that's one of the most dif differentiating features of VxRail. And you no longer need to log into each cluster's UI. Instead, you just can execute the upgrades using the API, multiple clusters at the same time. And with that, you can reduce the required maintenance window to perform such upgrades of such large environment. Another example might be, you know, 
graceful cluster shutdown for data consistency. And, you know, that sounds simple, but that's something that, you know, a lot of customers will be interested in. And we have really nice integration with one of our partners, Eaton. Uh, they have uh, integrated their power management software using our API uh, for the graceful shutdown. That's that's also a value for, for the customers. But you can think about much more possibilities through the extensibility that I explained. So if you'd like to do anything related to vSphere management, you have the vSphere Automation API, you have Power CLI. So things, you know, like automating workload provisioning, using predefined templates, manage VM virtual hardware, anything related to vCenter inventory. And if you are talking about the full uh, cloud stack built using VMware Cloud Foundation, uh, since VCF 4.0 on VxRail 7, we've introduced support for the VCF on VxRail API. And you can also combine, combine that with VxRail API and uh, you know take benefits from this automation uh, programmatically well these examples just hearing what you can do it just is pretty awesome so so okay let's say i'm interested in getting some hands-on experience with the vxrail api i want to jump in i want to start playing around with it how can i start trying this out so probably the easiest way would be to get uh, hands-on experience using our updated vxrail 7 interactive demo uh, we did a update for the DTW 2020 conference, and there are right now three API-related modules. It's getting started, uh, day one bring up, and day two operations and extensibility. And you know those different modules are explaining uh, some of the concepts that we've discussed today, uh, with the Swagger integration, with the PowerShell integration. Uh, with API cookbook, etc., and you know, depending on your knowledge level, uh, I'm sure you'll find something appropriate uh, for your current uh, knowledge level in those three different modules. Uh, in general, the API is available from the VxRail Manager appliance, so it's best to use the VxRail equipment uh, from the lab. Uh, but if it's not available for you, you could also try the hands-on lab, which is available from the demo center. Okay. Okay. So we've discussed so far some of the real advantages of leveraging VxRail API, um, understanding how you can use it, where you can use it, where it's going to be beneficial to your day-to-day -day operations. Um, and you've mentioned just now where I can go to start exploring and playing around with it. Uh, do you have do you have anything else that you feel is important to add to this conversation? I mean, I know I've already picked your brain quite a bit, um, but is there anything else that's bubbling up to the top that's worth worthwhile to mention? I think maybe we should recap on some most important points that I would like to remember you to remember from this podcast. I mean, VxWare API is really important for customers. And I've explained that IT infrastructure automation and HCI deployment are within the top three priorities for investments in data center modernization for our customers. VxWell API enables data center automation at scale. It enables infrastructure as code and automation at the edge. And there are multiple benefits from automation which are resulting in OPEX savings. And that's relevant for every customer. And my call to action for you uh, would be 
to check my blog, it's it's called VxRail API updated list of useful public resources. It's available from the VxRail Info Hub site. And this blog will help you to get started with VxRail API because it's grouping in one place the most useful VxRail API resources that we have available. And they are grouped by the technical depth or, or difficulty level. So it doesn't matter what's your current level of knowledge today, you'll find something appropriate to your current level. Okay, well, well, Carol, thank you so much for, for just taking some time today to walk me through a, just a deeper dive of the VxRail API capabilities. Uh, for our listeners at home, I'll put some links uh, to these blog posts that Carol's mentioning uh, and some of the other uh, resources that we've chatted about. I'll put those links in the description below. Um, in the meantime, everyone be safe, be well. Carol, thanks again. Uh, and let's let that, that great music take us, take us out. Thanks again for having me.